let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. I'm on my way into the club. Queenie and Chicken have been preparing for an evening of stargazing and asked me if I'd like to join them. I know they've done a lot of preparations to decide when to look at the stars and what to look for, and tonight's the night when the conditions seem right. I'm really looking forward to learning more about the skies above us and all of the stars. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club yet, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our club registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent! Well, I just arrived at the club, so let's head around the back to the garden and see what Queenie and Chicken are up to. Hi, Queenie. Oh, hi, little Dowsy Donuts. I'm over here on Chicken's deck. Well, come join me. Things are just getting exciting. Thanks, Queenie. So where's Chicken? Oh, she's inside making hot chocolate for us all. Well, she'll be out in a bow. Well, it looks like you're all ready for a few hours of gazing at the sky. We are. We have our binoculars. We've got our star map. Oh, and a journal to write down everything we see. And most importantly, we have our blankets to keep us nice and warm. Well, here, sit down in one of these comfy lawn chairs and wrap yourself up in a nice woolen blanket. Oh, you'll soon feel cozy. Thank you. It's certainly chilly out here this evening, and so a blanket is much appreciated. And the idea of hot chocolate sounds lovely too. So what got you and Chicken interested in the stars? Oh, well, Chicken got this really great book at the library. Well, it's all about the night sky and the best time to see the stars. You know what stars are out there and the constellations? Well, we've been reading it for a few days now, and it helped us to decide that tonight is the best night for stargazing. So what's special about tonight? Um, well, let me check my sky journal. I wrote it all down. Well, first, it's a clear sky. That means that there aren't any clouds to block our view. Then it's a crescent moon. Well, if it was a full moon, it would be bright and so difficult to see the stars shining. And so a crescent moon is just right for us. Well, we should be able to see the stars soon as the sun's just gone down. Oh, look! Is that a shooting star up in the sky? It just flew by really fast, overhead. I've seen a few of those too. Well, I got really excited at first, but then Chicken pointed out that the first three I saw weren't shooting stars, but were actually airplanes. Then the next two weren't shooting stars either. They were actually satellites orbiting the Earth. It turns out that there's about 5,000 of them up there, according to the library book, doing all sorts of things like television broadcasts, phone calls around the world, tracking the weather, monitoring climate change, and lots of other things, too. Anyway, dusk is the best time to see them whizzing around as they orbit the Earth as the last rays of sunlight bounce off them and make them more visible. Well, I'm learning things already. And I've also seen my first satellite. Now, what are you hoping to see tonight? We're hoping to see lots of stars, and maybe a few planets, too. Then in about 10 to 15 minutes, we have a very special treat in store. I'm keeping it as a surprise. 
By any chance, does the surprise have something to do with all of the unlit candles that are dotted around the garden? Oh, it might. Oh, hang on. Here comes Chicken with a tray of hot chocolates. Hi, Chicken. Thank you so much for making drinks for us all. This will be perfect to sip while we wait for the stars to come out. I tell you what, while we wait, why don't I read you a poem? I brought one with me that seems ideal for this evening. It's all about the sun and what happens after it goes down for the night. It's called Good Night Sun. Here, I'll read it to you now. When the sun goes down, where does it go? Does it go to the theatre to see a great show? Or does it take advantage of the quiet at night? For grocery shopping with no one in sight? Or does it stay home and put up its feet? After a long day of working, providing us heat. After thinking this through, the only answer I see is the sun goes to shine a long way from me. Oh, I like that poem, Little Dowsy Donuts. What a funny thought that the sun finishes its day shining here and then goes shopping or goes to the theater. Of course, your last few lines described exactly what does happen. The sun goes off to shine somewhere else, a long way away from us. That sun has a very busy job. It's always shining somewhere, and I bet it never, ever gets a vacation. Okay, then. How are we doing looking out for the stars? I think the first ones are just starting to twinkle their way through. You know what? I'm glad that we're stargazing back here in the garden, well away from the streetlights. Our library book told us all about how lights from streets and houses make it more difficult to see the stars in built-up areas. And so it's easier to see them in the countryside or in big parks. Still, it's quite dark back here in the garden, so I bet we'll see a few stars shining through. Look, there's one coming through now. It's getting brighter and brighter as the evening gets darker. And it's twinkling more and more. Yes, you're right, chicken. We were reading about why stars twinkle. It turns out that those stars aren't actually twinkling. Instead, they're shining with a steady amount of light. But the light they create travels through space. And when it gets to Earth, it gets bent a little by the movement of air in the atmosphere. Well, that bending makes it look like the star is twinkling. And I bet that's why the stars closer to the horizon seem to twinkle more than those that are straight above our heads. Because the light from those on the horizon has to travel through more atmosphere to get to our eyes. Oh gosh, it's all so interesting. Now, where's our star map so I can find out what star that is? Oh yes, thank you, chicken. Okay, let's take a look. Oh, here it is. It says here that it's serious. Or the dog star. Well, it doesn't look like a dog, but okay, I'll go with it. Now, according to the chart, Sirius looks really bright to us because it's relatively close to the Earth. Well, compared to most other stars. Believe it's so. It's still a long way away. Well, it says here that it's just under nine light years from Earth. And a light year is the distance that light would travel in a year which means that the light we're seeing right now from Sirius actually left the star nine years ago. Isn't that amazing? It really is! The book says that nine light years is about 50 trillion miles! I don't know how many zeros there are in 50 trillion, but it sounds like a lot! <laughs> You're 
right, chicken. The sky does go on for a long, long way. What's funny is it starts just up there, almost within reach, and then it just keeps going. I wonder how far some of the other stars are. Let's look at our star map. Uh, it says here that if we're really lucky, we may get to see the Andromeda galaxy, which will look like a fuzzy disk, but is actually a galaxy packed with trillions of stars. And because there are so many stars, we could just about see it even though it's two and a half billion light years away from us. So it says here that the light we're seeing from Andromeda actually left it about the same time that humans were first creating basic tools made out of stone. Whoa! I agree. That deserves a big wow, Queenie. And it actually reminds me of a poem called The Sky. Before I read it, though, can I check if now is the right time to hear all about the surprise with the candles? Not quite. It's almost time, but not just yet. I'll tell you what. Why don't you read us the poem first? That sounds great. In that case, here's the poem. It's called The Sky. I jumped up high to reach the sky, but found I couldn't reach that high. Between us there was too much air, even balanced on a chair. I built a rocket from a box, but couldn't get it to take off. I climbed upon a trampoline and bounced around like a jumping bean. Up above me, planes fly high, and birds soar around in the sky. But no matter what I try, I'm doomed to fail. I don't know why. So I stretch my hands above my head, standing on tippy-toes on a shed, my fingers grasping for a cloud, but reaching none, I scream out loud. Having stretched and reached, I've come to see that the sky is just too far from me. And so if we are to meet, may I invite the sky to come down here to my height. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with your stargazing? Oh, it's so exciting. Well, if you look closely enough at the Sirius star we were watching earlier, and then just look a little off to the side of it, well, you could see our first constellation of the evening. The book says that a constellation is a group of stars that form a pattern or a picture. Well, just like a join up the dots. Well, those stars that you see up there get joined up to form the constellation called Orion. You're right, I can see it. It's shaped a bit like an hourglass. It is. And it's named after a warrior from Greek mythology. Uh, I wonder if they will ever name a constellation after me or Chicken. You never know. Perhaps we just need to look at the sky long enough and find a group of stars that can be joined up to make a picture of the two of you. It could take a while, but we have all night. Oh, you're right, Chicken. It's time to tell you about a little surprise, little Dazzy Donuts. While I do that, Chicken is going to head off into the garden to light all of the candles that we've put out. This is really interesting. So, what's the surprise? Well, up in the sky, there's something called the International Space Station. It's a special satellite that orbits around the Earth and is home to a small number of astronauts who live on it while they do important scientific experiments that can only be done in space. It travels quickly around the Earth, so quickly that it orbits the Earth 15 and a half times every single day. Isn't that amazing? It is. To think that there are astronauts up there right now doing scientific experiments and traveling really fast while they do it. Well, Chicken and I found a great website that tells you when the International Space Station will be visible from the club. 
Well, it turns out that it can be seen for just a few minutes every night if you know where to look. Tonight, it will be visible for just one minute. Wow. So where do I look? Okay, well, let's follow the instructions from the website. We need to look straight ahead, and then a little to the right, and then up a little. So it should appear there in three minutes' time, and then it will travel up and to the left for about one minute, and then it will disappear. Well, let's look out for it. But what are the candles for? Well, we were thinking that if we could see the astronauts, well, perhaps they could see us too. So we brought some candles, put them into jam jars, and then placed them out in the garden. So, with lit, it'll spell out the word, hello. I'm not sure if they'll be able to see it, but just imagine how delighted they'll be if they can. What a wonderful idea. I tell you what, seeing as we have a couple of minutes before the International Space Station appears, why don't I read us our final poem for the episode? It's perfect for the occasion, as it's called Twinkling Star. Here, I'll read it to you now. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. I can't believe just how far you are from me, for when it's clear, I see you like you're so near. To me that I can reach out to hold your world all shiny, hot and gold. Until clouds drift in and you disappear, a twinkling star that's far, not near. Well, that was our final poem for the episode, Queenie. Any luck spotting the International Space Station? Not yet. But Chicken has lit all of the candles, and so we're ready for it. And it should appear any moment. I tell you what, while we wait, I'll thank everyone for joining us today, and also remind them that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can see the Podsnack video for the episode, plus there's information on how to send your poetry and art into the current competition on the topic of hopes and dreams. It's such an inspiring topic, and we're really looking forward to seeing what you write and create. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a brand new topic and new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed... Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying, keep rhyming. So, Queenie, any sight of the International Space Station yet? Nope, not yet. Oh, hang on. There it is. Look, 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 up there. Oh, I can see it. How fantastic. Come on, Chicken, let's shout out and draw their attention to the candles. Hello up there. Hello up there. Down here, look. Well, look down here. Hello. 